Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Bellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. We keep live tropical fishes in glass boxes filled with water. Isn't that sort of crazy? I mean, ensconced in their little homes, our fishes live out their entire lives in the worlds that we construct and maintain for them. It's not only an awe-inspiring concept when you think about it, it's an awesome responsibility that we as aquarists take on. There's something remarkable about planning, constructing, and managing an aquarium intended to replicate the function of nature. Many of us consider this practice, this journey, to be an almost solemn responsibility to our animals. It certainly takes audacity to do this, doesn't it? Even though we've been playing with this stuff commercially for about five years, as a hobbyist, I personally have been dabbling with blackwater botanical style aquariums for about 19 years on a serious basis. And the hobby itself has been doing blackwater tanks and botanical tanks for like generations. So it's weird when people within the hobby use the sharing of our experience in this area as an occasion to make strange insinuations about myself, about Tannen, about our community, which has sort of flourished around it. Periodically, someone will remind us that we, you know, didn't invent this idea as if we ever claimed we did. I mean, who would make a claim like that? Nature invented the idea. You gotta love our hobby culture, huh? How do ideas like this get started? Yeah, nature was the inventor. We, all of us, just play with her. We follow her lead. We absorb her inspirations. We dream in water, as I like to say. Now, I will claim that perhaps we, Tannen, you, me, the community, elevated the art and science just a little bit, perhaps brought it out of the darkness, literally. But we did not invent it. Regardless of who pioneered the Blackwater botanical style aquariums and when, there's still lots of questions surrounding this stuff. There's still many unknowns, misconceptions, misinformation, and perhaps even a bit of confusion. We're doing our best to dispel many of these misconceptions, yet it takes time and hundreds of blog posts and podcasts and Instagram lives and magazine articles and interviews and all that stuff and a global community of active hobbyists, that's everybody here, to really get the word out more that this is cool stuff and that there's no single recipe for success with botanical style aquariums. It's good to see many hobbyists authors, influencers, and YouTubers sharing their personal experiences and ideas in this sector. It's what we need. If we as humans have the sheer audacity to try to capture a part of nature in our home aquariums, it's important that we understand how she works with the materials and the ideas that we incorporate in the process. As we know, natural botanical materials not only offer unique natural aesthetics, they offer literal enrichment of the aquatic habitat through the release of tannins, humic substances, vitamins, etc. as they decompose, just like they do in nature. That's a pretty amazing thing. And it's something that we should really respect. Much like flowers in a garden, leaves have a period of time where they're in all their glory, followed by the gradual inevitable encroachments of biological decay. At this phase, you may opt to leave them in the aquarium to enrich the environment further, providing food for fungi, bacteria, or other fauna, and offer a different aesthetic or you can remove and replace them with fresh leaves and botanicals. It very much replicates the processes which occur in nature, leaf drop, so forth. 
When publishing of photos and, you know, with the publishing of all these photos and videos of leaf-influenced aquariums in the past few years, there's been much interest and more questions by hobbyists who've not really considered incorporating these items in an aquarium before. And that's really cool because new people with new ideas and new approaches are actively experimenting. And perhaps most important of all, we're looking at nature as never before. We're celebrating the real diversity and appearance of natural habitats as they really are. Not everybody likes this approach nor appreciates it or understands it. And that's perfectly fine. Not everybody finds brown water decomposing leaves, biofilms, and detritus beautiful. A lot of aquarists just sort of shrug. Some even laugh. Some love to criticize. It's not the best way to run a tank. It's just a way. Some people want rules. They want order. They want guidelines from experts. We at Tannen offer no rules. We can only offer an assessment of what nature does to an aquarium when it's set up a certain way. We can only point the way nature looks and study how it functions, and perhaps offer some hints on how to embrace the processes which it utilizes. There's no real rules when creating a Blackwater Botanical Style Aquarium other than the biological aspects of decomposition and water chemistry, nitrogen cycles, so forth, which are the real factors that dictate just how your aquarium microcosm will ultimately evolve and operate. Those rules don't change. Nature puts those rules on. The initial skepticism and resistance to the idea of an aquarium filled with biofilms, decomposition, and tinted water has given way to enormous creativity and discovery. Our community has, rather easily I might add, accepted the idea that nature will follow a certain path, parts of which are aesthetically different than anything we've allowed to occur in our tanks before, and rather than attempting to mitigate, edit, or thwart it, we're celebrating it. It's less about perfect placement of materials for artistic purposes and more about placing materials to facilitate more natural function, interactions, and ideas and relationships between the fishes and their environment and the aquarium the hobbyists who play with this. We're looking more and more at the natural habitats for inspiration rather than last month's tank of the month. My friend James Sheen loves to say, copy nature, not each other. I think that's kind of cool, which is a huge leap forward toward unlocking a greater understanding and appreciation for nature and towards preserving it. It's amazing how much you respect and treasure a natural habitat when you have a sort of miniature replica of it in your living room, right? Pretty cool. We're in a really cool place where we can inspire, assist, and learn from everyone, from the most hardcore biotope chorus to the curious nature aquarium style addict to the serious fish breeder, even the beginner, and show them a way to really incorporate a different side of nature into their aquariums, the natural side of nature. And yeah, there is a certain trait that you need to acquire if you have the audacity to dance with nature. Patience. Yeah, patience. We talk about that a lot, huh? Look, I'm not trying to force you to be patient or telling you you're wrong if you don't accept patience. Well, sometimes I do. However, I think that you'll find over time that nature will sort of force you to conform. She'll unceremoniously kick your ass if you don't. She'll force you to be patient or learn how patience works. Don't shoot the messenger, I'm just telling you this. When it comes to botanical style aquariums, the most valuable asset that you can have is most definitely patience. The patience to understand that developing one of these systems is a process and realizing that like any aquarium, there are sort of stages or iterations that if you take time to enjoy along the way, create a very satisfying and even engrossing aspect. It's so important to look at things a bit differently than you would if you're more pragmatic about the process, just hell bent on getting an aquarium done as quickly as possible. Rather than purposely arriving at some point we look at the whole process and all of its stages as the result. As humans, we can control some things. Others are best left to nature. To do otherwise, to think you can outsmart nature, 
is to have an excess of audacity. Audacity in our hobby can come in many forms. The other day, somebody asked me about you know, my opinion on the state of the botanical style aquarium movement and where I thought things were headed, where, you know, where Tenon's worldview falls in this. I mean, it's neat being asked this stuff, but it's sort of weird. It's not like I'm some sort of prophet or something. And I've never declared myself as such. I'm just a hobbyist, perhaps with a slightly different view, but as a hobbyist nonetheless. That being said, I think I'm a bit lucky because this is also a business and I'm in a you know, position to see some of the cool changes taking place on a daily basis. And yeah, I talk about them here and I share my ideas and opinions with you. Maybe that's audacious, but it's also, I think, a very helpful thing for us all to share the good, the bad, the ugly. Pretty cool stuff. Now, yeah, it would be absurdly audacious for me or anyone to position myself as the kingpin of this aquarium specialty. No one's got the title. Humility is a good thing in this hobby. No pretty website, awesome aquarium, pictures, etc. is going to make somebody the boss of this stuff. It's a collective effort of an entire community of hobbyists. We've been saying this for years. We're all working together to understand how to work with nature in a more meaningful, thoughtful manner than ever before. Like it or not, the world of botanical style aquariums is changing at a more rapid pace than ever. New ideas and old ideas are merging and being developed and being rediscovered and working their way into the hobby specialties collective consciousness. And yes, some ideas, attitudes, and mindsets seem to stick around regardless of the rapid changes taking place, for better or for worse. The best any of us can do is to share our experiences, knowledge, ideas, and opinions. We as human beings sometimes forget this. Some hobbyists decide to take on an air of authority without truly understanding their place in nature's order. They regurgitate without adding, without criticizing, without self-reflection, and roundly dismiss the ideas of others. They use whatever platform they have to preach dogmatically as if they have some right to tell you how to do what to do. That's toxic for the hobby, and it's simply ignorant. All it does is set things back. It's audacity. These people tend to lose sight of the fact that we collectively have a responsibility, first and foremost, to the animals that we keep. A responsibility which goes much deeper than trying to position oneself in some social pecking order within the hobby. Nature doesn't care who's spreading her messages. She's just concerned that someone is spreading the messages. In one's haste to gain position within the mindset of the hobby, it's easy to end up doing to others the very thing that these people will falsely accuse the rest of the hobby doing to them. Passing judgment, creating exclusivity, and sowing divisions. Wasting time trying to be cool and entertain instead of actually innovating and sharing the hows and whys of what we do in the specialty. That's how the hobby advances. And the inability of some people to see that they're doing this is the worst part. It's a shallow, hypocritical waste of effort with a misguided intent and arrogance to match. It's audacity. Rather, you should share your love for this hobby without arrogance. Question yourself. Question others. Laud those that deserve it. Applaud the work of others. Criticize yourself. Understand that following nature's lead gives us an amazing amount of freedom when playing with our botanical style aquariums. This even applies to the aesthetic of these systems. Rather than conform thoroughly to some sort of human design rules based on design or layout or technique or whatever, this type of aquarium tends, aquarium tends to ask for a very simple basic initial design, some, some processes put into place, and then lets mother nature handle a lot of the emerging details over time. This is slightly different, uh, a slightly different approach to aquarium keeping than we usually think about. It requires some vision, it requires belief in one's ideas, it requires some faith, it requires understanding, and it requires patience above all else. Oh. And again, the passage of time. 
Nature has been working with terrestrial materials and aquatic habitats for eons. And nature works with just about everything you throw at her. She'll take that seemingly unsexy piece of wood or a bunch of dried leaves and given the passage of time, the action of gravity and the water movement and light, the work of bacteria and fungi and algae, she'll mold, shape, and evolve them into unique and compelling pieces as amazing as anything we could ever hope to do ourselves. If we give her the chance, if we allow ourselves to look at her work in context, if we lose some of that audacity, and there's good audacity, we lose some of that audacity to challenge what she does and have instead the audacity to place her faith in her. That's the best audacity. Always let nature add the details. She pretty much never messes them up. You may not always expect what she's gonna do or like the look of it at, at the time, but she seems to always do what's best. Don't be afraid to cede some of the work to her. Botanical style aquariums are not just a look, not just an aesthetic, not just a mindset. They're a way to incorporate natural materials to achieve new and progressive results with the fishes and plants that we've come to love so much. And it's still really early days. Far too early for anybody to be arrogant and cruel about their ideas to show that much audacity. It's a good ground floor opportunity for every aquarist who gives this stuff a shot to make meaningful and beautiful contributions to the evolving state of the art of the botanical style aquarium and to share what nature really looks like and functions like with people all over the world. That's some of the most compelling work that we do. And knowing that we can collectively do this requires some thought, some motivation, a lot of effort, a fair amount of talent, and a healthy dose of audacity. Stay diligent, stay thoughtful, stay kind, stay bold, stay resourceful, stay audacious, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Tenant Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tent.